Hello, everyone. I am your host, Lauren, and thank you for tuning in and listening to another episode of Empowered with Lauren. We are in particularly challenging times in society right now. But before we dive in, I want to acknowledge and thank all of our first responders and healthcare providers working tirelessly in our hospitals, treating and caring for each patient. I also want to thank the scientists and researchers from around the globe who are working at an unprecedented pace to come up with a vaccine for the coronavirus. Since the World Health Organization declared the COVID-19 outbreak a global pandemic, many of us in society have band together to flatten the curve. We want to stop the spread of the virus, so we've been doing social distancing, staying in our homes, isolating, and quarantine. With that being said, it is imperative to manage anxiety, fear, and depression. And fueling happiness, peace, and gratitude is paramount. Joining us today, we have an amazing guest to infuse positivity and help guide us on how we can rechannel our thoughts and energy. So after today, we emerge stronger, more productive, and a happier version of who we are. She is a spiritual advisor and a mindset teacher to women leaders and entrepreneurs. She is a highly sought after keynote speaker, TEDx speaker, and an international best-selling author. She is the one you want to work with when you are faced in a crisis situation. She is the one and only Tracy Litt. Welcome, sister. Trace, I'm so happy you're here with us. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, I love that, and I am just really, really excited to dig in with you and serve. Let's shift some energy. We need positivity, and we need to dig deep and think about the things we are grateful for. Help us on this journey. Let's talk about the power of choice. Yes, 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 yes. So, you know, what's interesting is uh, life always happens. So it's not just right now that we need to access what we're going to be hanging out and talking about. This is the choice to have a lifestyle of someone who is conscious, uh, someone who is accessing their power of choice to understand that real empowerment lies in your ability to consistently and consciously choose your response. And not just right now when we are in this global pandemic, but to me, this global pandemic is really shining a light on how much opportunity we have to do the inner work. Right. Right. Um, And you know, what's interesting is there's what is, what is bad is always as available as what is good. Your power lies in what you choose to put your focus and attention on. So I'm going to tell you right now, stop watching the news. I don't watch the news. That You have to understand that what your five senses um, pick up, right, or allow in is what is directly influencing how you feel and the energetics that you're emitting. So I want you to unfollow people that make you feel disempowered. Stop watching the news. Set a boundary with that friend that loves to talk about hysteria. Those things are not helpful and you need to realize that you're choosing all of it. Exactly. I understand that. How about not, not even set a boundary? How about not participating with that person? Because that's not going to fuel anything positive in your life. 
Well, that's what I mean by a boundary, but you know, in, in the simplest form, boundaries are, this is what I am available for. And this is what I'm not available for. So, right. It's being able to say, I love you. And if you want to talk about the vacation we're going to take together in January, I'm down. But if you want to talk about your interpretation of the latest news article, I'm out. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Right. Right. No, I, I like that. I like that a lot. So it's interesting, Trace. I make a conscious effort not to put the news on at all during the day because I want to maintain a positive outlook and good energy in my home because I'm responsible for a six-year-old beautiful little girl and I don't want her to have or feel any anxiety. So I then put the news on at midnight and then I can't even sleep myself. So I'm trying to navigate or find the boundary of what I should be doing. Let me just ask you then, why you tr- what, what's making you turn the news on at all? To stay informed. I believe it's my responsibility to do so, but I think I need to figure out a different or better way to stay informed. Well, I want to invite you to because sleep is paramount right now, you guys. If we're, you know, what we're talking about here is a virus and the, the one thing above all that is in your power is building your immunity and your immune system strength and sleep is critical for that. So I don't want you Lauren or anybody to be watching any technology before you fall asleep because you can't avoid it. If you're scrolling through Facebook, you're inevitably going to land on something right? If you are interested to stay informed, which I very much am as well, check the CDC report in the morning, right? Just get some, get some um, totally uh, as objective as it possibly can be information and then move on. Because ultimately, we don't want to go down what I'm calling the rabbit hole of hell <laughs> into all of the thoughts and the fears and the anxieties that are super, super normal right now, because what's happening from a mind standpoint is this is uncertain and our mind hates uncertainty. So it's going to trigger your fear response. It is going to drive you into survival mode, which then perpetuates your anxiety and your worry. Now, just because I'm acknowledging we're all human and that's normal doesn't mean you have to accept that. You have so much capacity, so much inner power ability to recognize the fear, say, hey, got it. Thanks for showing up (laughs) Um, because it's here to do its job, but you don't need to fall prey to it or give your power to it. I like that. And isn't there power for the words you say to yourself? Either you disempower yourself or you empower yourself. A thousand percent. Is there a mantra that you think that we could be using or is there certain key words that we should talk about on a daily basis or write them down maybe Mm. and put them on a refrigerator? Well, yeah, I think anything that really resonates with you because ultimately your language is two things. Your language is a directive that your mind, body, and psyche works to make real. So what you say becomes and your language also is very telling to what are your deeper inner thoughts right? So if you want to start to pay attention to your language, what I want you to not do is use permanent and pervasive words like always, forever, right? Oh my God, it's always going to be this way. What if it never changes? I'm so worried. I can't believe this is happening. We're going to be in a recession. All of these things that are like, whoa, 
You can't possibly help yourself feel present or feel calm if you are spewing really low level thinking, quite frankly. That is not higher level consciousness. That is low level thinking. When in actual fact, we can choose, I'm safe, because that's the truth for most of us, right? And we're having a conversation for most of us. You're safe. What's real is, I have all this time now to do things that I was, you know, always, we are a society of to-do lists have to-do lists. We are a society of go, 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 do, 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 run, run, run. No, I can't. I can't relax on the couch with my kid and do nothing. I can't catch up on that Netflix special I really wanted to watch. I have no time to organize my closet. This is a gift, you guys. So I want you to start seeing in that way, seeing it that way and to go directly into your question to simply start to feed. This is a skill. Start to feed your mind the thoughts you need to think to feel the way you want to feel. I like that. that. Right? And, and, yeah. and it's simplest form. That is what change your thoughts, change your life means. That is what mindset is everything means. It means being, building your awareness to such a level that you do not believe your thoughts, that you don't allow a thought that is disempowering to go past your conscious awareness without you going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nope, not today and choosing a different thought instead. I love that. Isn't simply just saying energy breeds energy. Negative energy breeds negative energy. Positive energy breeds positive energy. And whatever you're putting out there or saying out loud, you don't, if you put something negative out, you're going, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like you're making that happen. Correct. Correct. 100%. And I think it's very powerful to be looking at this as a reset. This is a moment in time where you're talking about snuggling with your child on the couch or taking that time, allowing yourself, giving yourself the permission to do that. That if you always want to write, now you have time, sit down and write. You want to be able to go back or think about painting. I mean, you think about rearranging your closet. I still dread that, but that's, I mean, that's, that, that's productive. something we right. should be doing. It, it is, but you know what's interesting about what you just said, which I think is really important for everybody to get. Coronavirus is simply another circumstance that is shining a light on what you think and what you believe and who you're being at this point in your life. So take it for the gift that it is. And realize that there's profound self-discovery available for you, right? So for that exact reason, let's say you just brought up writing a book, right? So if you are somebody who wants to write a book, but you're still, even though you have all this space and time, right, to write the book, but now you're saying, oh, but now I'm not motivated to write the book, right? Notice that that's, you're just using this as another excuse. It's like the first excuse was, I don't have time to write my book. Okay, the universe said, boom, watch this. Here's like a whole bunch of time for you to show up and do something for yourself. And now you're going, oh, but I can't, you know, the news and, and, and it's, it's just, I'm not motivated. My point is, is that what is going on for you is always going on for you. And the circumstances in your life give you opportunity to lean in and really figure out what the truth behind it is or not. And if that resonates, then what's really happening with you not writing your book is you are experiencing a deep level of fear, fear of rejection, fear of the unknown, fear of not, it not being enough, fear of something. And that's what's actually keeping you from showing up and doing the damn thing. 
fear. Yeah. You know what? And that's what you did your TEDx talk on, which by the way, I thought was spectacular. Uh, dear fear. It's not you. It's me. Thank let's, you. Let's talk about that. Cause I really think that's exactly where many of us are, are in that place right now. Mm, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love that you brought it up. You know, I think the title is where we begin because what I'm saying is dear fear. It's not you. It's me. We are more powerful than our fear will ever be. You need to understand that first. Trace, we repeat to- that because I think that's, <laughs> that's huge in itself. I mean, yeah. that's key. That's, that, yeah. that's it. We'll, we'll make that a quotable. Everybody can share I it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> you are more powerful than your fear will ever be. Right? But when we walk around with a very limited understanding of fear and how we were believed to how we were influenced to think about fear, we have been operating as if it's in charge. And that's what's really blocked us from everything we've ever wanted. Fear is the underpinning of every block that every human has everywhere. That is the fundamental truth, whether it is fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of not being enough, fear of what people will think, fear of the unknown, and the so thing- you and you say that your mind it's trying to protect you. It's the, yes. the right. It's essential. You want to be. You want to survive. So yes. I think fear. Right. Bring that yeah. in on how fear comes in. Yeah. Because so it's trying to protect you, right? Correct. So here, here's the understanding, and 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 you guys will all have the opportunity to you know watch the TEDx because I walk you through the exercises as well. Ultimately, what we were taught um, from an upbringing, you know, societal standpoint on fear is that. Uh, it is something that you push through. It's something that you feel and you do it anyway. It's something that you overcome, right? It's something that we should resist. So before I can even go further, and this wasn't in the TEDx, but it's an important distinction, fear and danger for the sake of growth and expansion and healing are two very different things. Danger is when your fear is helpful. Danger is sitting on the beach, about to go in the water, seeing a shark fin swimming out there and going, nope, I'm not going in the ocean. That's helpful fear because that's danger. The fear that's stopping you from using your voice, setting boundaries, feeling your feelings, going after the business, writing the book, you know, asking for the promotion, having that critical conversation with your spouse, et cetera, et cetera. That fear is unhelpful. And that's the fear that you need to be more powerful than. Because ultimately what fear is, is anytime something happens that's uncertain, unknown, unfamiliar, your mind is wired to register it as a potential threat. And then it triggers fear, kind of like an undercover agent, to get you to stop what you're doing and sit back down and do nothing. Because it thinks if she does something different than she's ever done, it must mean she's going to die. Does that make sense? It does. It absolutely does. So right. what could be what could be three tangible things we could tell our listeners on how to embrace the fear that they are feeling right now with the isolation, with the mm-hmm. social distancing, and how to kind of use that, own take the power back and rechannel what they're thinking. Mm. So the first piece is we have to breathe. Uh, And I actually walk you through this exercise in the TEDx. We have to breathe 
on purpose in and out through your nose in a nice slow rate depth and pattern because you cannot help yourself make new choices when you're spinning out and when your nervous system is in a fight or flight state. What we need to do first and foremost, and this is, this is the biggest gift I can give you, if give anyone in the entire world. If you chose to breathe on purpose five times a day, your entire life would change. And I'm talking way beyond Corona, because let's also be clear. Coronavirus is a blip on the radar. It is a moment in time. It is so temporary, it's almost over. That's how temporary it is. I'm talking about in the scheme of life, right? I'm talking about in the scheme of timeline. This is a hiccup, and we have to stop looking at it like it's the way it is forever. I have to jump in. I can't stand when I hear people say, this is the new normal. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? This is not the new normal. Yep. It is, like, like you said, it is a blip in time. And, and we need to actually understand that. And we do not need to embrace this as the new normal. We are taking precautionary methods. We have changed our lives dramatically during this time. Correct. Correct. Well, and that's a mindset piece too. And that's another component in really relaxing yourself. So you can use that as you said, three tips. You know, the first one is breathing, interrupt your nervous system, right? You right. cannot help yourself if you're frenetic, Okay, you, you really, really have to understand dropping out of your head and into your heart and body is essential for anything, especially right now. And then to your point, change the narrative. Yes. Get out of saying it's the new normal. Get out of all this. It's just, it's hysteria. And if, it's, if, if you find yourself leaning into that, and you're like, oh God, that's me. I want you to take a look at, is that you pretty much all the time? Because I guarantee you it is. Agreed. So right. the people, I, right? The people I know in my life that are much more anxious or much more or get more hysterical over things in general, this has heightened it to a whole nother level. Yes. So now, and right. Yes. And there's no judgment on that. I want to be clear. Uh, it's more of an observation of yourself to go, whoa, this is showing me that it's time for me to work on my anxiety. It's time for me to work on my control issues, because if you have anxiety, you have control issues. It's time for me to work on myself. Right. And of course, it exacerbates it because this is uncertainty. It, it, this is normal. That's my point. This is what our wiring is doing. It, we are, it is reasonable to feel the fear. It is reasonable to have that, oh my God, what's going to happen, right? But your choice of how you handle it makes the difference on your experience and on you know, your feelings and your energy and everything else. That's where you come in with changing the narrative. That's where you come in and you go, wait a second. You breathe, right? Yeah, and then right. you tell yourself, this is temporary. And in actual fact, this is a gift because that's the other truth. This is a gift. This is a gift. I am watching people do more in a week than they've done in a year. People are showing up, being creative, accessing their creativity. There's innovation. There's togetherness. There's community like we've never seen so I love that you said that, Trace. Yeah, they're not, just, but they're not just showing up. It's how they're showing up. Yeah, and that's the difference. Because you could just show up, and just because you show up doesn't mean things are going to happen. But it's how you show up, how you dig in, 
how companies are all coming together. I mean, we're, we're coming together in a different way mm-hmm. and it's making us tap into things that we took for granted. So yes. what's the one word that we should be using, Trace? Gratitude, right? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. I mean, this is showing us as a collective and individually what we're capable of, right? And I need everyone to also, you got to shift into a more enlightened place. And I mean that. I don't even want that to be optional. You have to be able to go, wait a second, let me rise up. Let me get into my higher self. Let me realize that there is divine order at play here. And I don't care if you believe in God, Jesus, Buddha, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, I'm down with all of it. But the point is, is that this is happening and you need to stop arguing with the reality of it happening and realize that there is something much bigger at play than you, right? And yes, I understand there are deaths here. Uh-huh. I got, I got that. There are deaths in every tragedy we have. 9-11 was a major tragedy, right? There are so many things that go on and then we grow from it and we learn from it. And life is not intended to be fair. I don't know where we picked up that belief, but that's not how it is. And so on a daily basis right now, would you think sticking to a normal routine can get you, that could be a tool to get you to help function on a higher level? Um, Um, Yeah, I think routine is everything. But before you can have routine, you have to access your inner power. We have to be breathing. You have to be thinking on purpose, right? Creating the right narratives, focusing on the gratitude, like you said, and not just, you know, fake gratitude, like, oh, I'm just going to make myself feel better. But actually sitting in something you're grateful for long enough to feel the emotion of it. Right? Does that make sense? Yes. Like right now, guys, bring into your mind, I'll give you a little second here. Put your hand on your heart, right? Mm -hmm. And you close your eyes for a moment. And I want you to bring into mind a moment in your life that you are deeply, deeply grateful for. And I want you to see that moment. Could have been a day ago, a month ago, 25 years ago. Feel the emotion of the moment. See who is there with you. Allow the smile to come upon your face. Experience how grateful you are. God, that was so magnificent. And now take a deep breath. And now you can come back. Right? Lauren, did you feel that? I am so much more calmer. And when you said put the smile... The smile was on my smile. I was feeling my smile literally coming up upon my face. Mm, and yeah. everything in time just slowed down. Thank you. Thank you. So you guys, Thank you. you're welcome. What I need to point out is that was like 15 seconds of time. And uh, that's what it means to actually feel gratitude. Not say I'm grateful for and move on, but to experience and embody a state of gratitude, which, by the way, also increases your immune system. Well, that's a definite. We all know that stress breaks down your immune system. Yep. So mm-hmm. right now, feeling good, feeling positive, getting calmer, of yes. course, will increase your immune system. And how about talking about 
the power of nature, just mm. getting outside and taking the time that we've never had before because people are always rushing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And just yes. being in nature. I mean, I know my daughter and my husband and I, we, we live behind, uh, there's 21 acres of horse trails and we've just been getting lost in the woods for hours. And the mm. piece of that and looking how the flowers are starting to bloom, we're in spring now, mm. being grateful for that yeah. and holding my little girl's hand and just mm. walking. So I say, I don't care how old your kid is or your spouse, to walk and hold someone's hand and even just taking walks by yourself and breathing in the air. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I love it. And so, yes, nature is a known um, healer for all things, right? Just, right. just a blanket statement. Um, and what you're describing is what I call ordinary miracles, right? And again, you know, this is the irony of this. Everyone's talking about it in the context of COVID-19, but it's not about COVID-19. It almost aggravates me that that's how we have to even discuss it. These are gifts and practices for a better, more joy-filled, nourished life. Think beyond this moment in time pandemic that very soon will be something we speak about historically. Okay? So ordinary miracles are the things that are around you all day, all the time. Walking out to your point, I walk out in my backyard and I just look at the blue sky and I comment to myself, that's just so magnificently blue. How does the sky get that blue? It's still, I know there's science behind it. I get it. But it just amazes me, right? Wow, the clouds are so puffy. Where those birds are hanging out together. The other day on my lake, there was a bird and a bird sitting on a bird. And I was like, oh, that's super. <laughs> like, I was like hanging out, walking, you know, just observing that and, and realizing that every day, all day, we are surrounded by ordinary miracles. The fact that your air conditioning works, the fact that you have food to eat, these basic things that are so bypassed on the regular, lean into that because it's all relative, right? Now this is happening. All of a sudden, now you want to go out and you want to go out and you want to go out, but it's only because you can't, right? So it's just very important to be really, really aware of how many, how many gifts we have all the time. I also think when we talk about, you know, and I know a lot of us are kidding around, you're inside with your family, you have more family time than you've ever thought possible. But mm -hmm. instead of making it like, oh, the husband's getting on my nerves, I'm thinking about waterboarding him in a toilet, or my kid, I can't even, <laughs> by the way, I don't, I don't need this, this, this virus to think about that at times also, and I have an amazing husband. But I'm saying, we have now, we are leaning into these family dinners that we're making this monster situation of because it's all surrounded having a dance party and we're all getting up and, and it's, and we all, there's three of us, my dog and cat are getting up, they're partaking in this whole situation, but to sing, to dance, to movement, we want to keep laughing. Laughing yeah. is the best thing, right, Tracy? I mean, oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's what that's what the Shake Your Ass Friday movement is all about, um, you know. And and here's the thing that I actually want to really acknowledge here too, uh, because yes, we are all feeling it. I love what you just said. Waterboard your husband. Yep, mm -hmm. in totally. a toilet bowl, not just oh a waterboard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you guys, if you 
and here, here's interest. Here's an, uh, this is an interesting thing to discuss because some people feel like, Oh, but if I do that, then like, I'm not being positive or I'm not being high vibe. And it's like, Whoa, let me really break this down for you. Feeling your feelings is part of your humanness. And if you aren't going to allow yourself to do that, you are going to be massively, massively blocked in how you show up in your energetics and in your ability to express emotion fully. It is so reasonable and so, so normal if you just acknowledge, I just kind of want to punch someone in the face. And like, just <laughs> straight up, say it. Straight I want to, I want to punch yeah. someone in the face. I am just going to lose my shit right now. Um, so yesterday I went outside in my backyard um, because I was starting to feel that way, which is like so human of me, right? How cool is that? So I walked out in my backyard and I just did some screaming. Just, just screaming, put my, I do a special style of a screaming, call it a screaming meditation. And I just let it rip. And How do I, neighbors feel about you? You know, it's so interesting. You, it, the way I do it, it's, you're kind of muffling the loudness of it. So it's, they can't really hear it across the lake, but it gets out all of that stuck emotion that's happening right now, which is something else we need to do. So feel your feelings, go into your garage and just tell your family, nothing's wrong. I just need a minute. It might sound like I'm killing someone in there, but I'm not, (laughs) I'm actually doing this. So I don't lose my, you know, lose it on you and go in the garage and scream a little bit, jump up and down a little bit, shake your body out a little bit because we have to have that release right now. It's really, really important to this uh, quarantine experience that we're in. Well, that's where I'm a big believer. You have to keep exercising. Mm-hmm. And these are, and, and, and you come up with creative ways to keep moving that body. You need to raise your serotonin levels. You need to boost endorphin production. You have to get that release. You don't want to stay stagnant because when you stay stagnant, a lot of bad things happen. And I know many people are doing exercise uh, classes online. You can tune into a variety of different classes. And remember, your body is the best gym you can have. Use your own body weight. Do an ab routine every single day. It's the best thing to burn fat. And if you have kids at home, get them in the exercise program. Make it a fun thing to do together. Use this time productively. I taught my little girl, my six-year-old, how to ride a bicycle in the last two weeks. So Mm -hmm. this is a time, like you said, you need to honor your true feelings, which I like that. And there's times where you you could give yourself a few moments, I guess, to feel that. Yes. And then, right, then you re-channel. Talk to us about mind magic. I know, we we will. And I want to say one more thing about what you just said before that in terms of a release. You guys, that also means crying your eyes out. Okay? Right now, it is, please go, I call it fetal position, snot bubble crying. Right? Like, we have a lot going on right now. And if you don't let it out, here's another quotable, everything is better out than in. Let it up and let it out. If you're trying to suppress it and hold it together, which is such bullshit and be strong for everybody, you are doing your system a disservice. So scream it out, shake it out, dance it out, work it out and cry it out. And then rechannel, but don't get caught in it. 
Well, but yes, and, 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 and correct. And that's how you actually feel your feelings. Once you release it enough, it's over. That's the beauty of it. If you become the space to allow the emotion to come through and leave, then it is exponentially easier to simply then feel better and, you know, live in your power. But if you're suppressing it or trying to avoid it or just trying to like hold it all together, and you guys know what I'm talking about, especially now in a quarantine scenario, you are like sitting there stewing. Like I can't take one more second. No, I can't feed you. No, I don't know what's for dinner. I can't listen to my husband working in the other room. I don't write like all these things. You have to release it. It's an energetic release. You are an energetic being. You are an energetic being. What that means is be active. Don't get lost in your own thoughts. Yep. Get it out. Don't keep it in. Then rechannel. Okay, but let's focus a lot on that shake your ass Friday. It should be shake your ass every day for seven days, right? Let's, <laughs> let's focus on that. So uh, we'll talk about shake your ass Friday and mind magic. So shake your ass Friday uh, is a movement that I started a couple of years ago when I, uh, you know, started working with more and more beautiful humans. And I realized the intensity with which we live our lives, right? All of the pressure, by the way, that you're experiencing is self-inflicted. So take some ownership for it. Um, and Shake Your Ass Friday is when I pick a fun song and I dance live on the internet every Friday. <laughs> and uh, it's, an, it's, a, it's an excellent practice in levity. It's an excellent practice in non-judgment. And it just feels good because... Are we clothed? Do you have clothes on, Trace? I, I do. That, that session, the, the naked session is extra. That's, I get it. I get it. Um, that's a premium yeah. package. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> I love it. Um, so that's what Shake Your Ass Friday is all about. And, you know, I, that's so accessible to us. Dance and music is such a state changer. It can transport you from this current moment in time that we're in into remembering when you were 19 and cruising down, you know, Pacific Coast Highway with a rooftop down with a friend. It can bring you back to a holiday that you spent with your family. It could bring you back to your wedding night and dancing with your spouse. Like music is just such a must in our lives, as is dancing. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Whether yeah. you have rhythm or not, own that shit. Exactly. And that's why it's such a great exercise in non-judgment. It's like, you, like really? Just move your body. And, and if you have a hard time with it, close your eyes. Close your eyes when you dance. And then you can move your body even easier. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. And let's talk about the book that you have that is um, really, you've got an unbelievable traction. You're number one best-selling author. I'm so proud of you. Thank and you. it's called Worthy Human, which I think is very apropos. Mm. Talk to us about that a little bit. So uh, thank you. It, it's a labor of love. Worthy Human, because you're the problem and the solution, is a profound self-development journey based in you understanding that your worth is your inherent birthright. Because you know what, you want to know what the true pandemic is? It's, th it's this unworthiness pandemic. It's this lie that you're not enough. And every human in the world struggles with not good enough, smart enough, tall enough, uh, you know, experienced enough, 
I'm not enough in some, some capacity. And that's the biggest lie of our lives. And if you are going to be different, have more, make your massive impact, you need to shift out of what has influenced you to question your worth. And instead, believe me when I tell you, hey, guess what? You were born pure, worthy, lovable, significant. You matter and you are enough, period. Full stop. That's it. So that's the beginning basis of the book is really you understanding that your worth is your birthright. And then from there, we go on a journey of, so now that you know, and you're no longer expending your energy, either shrinking or over-asserting yourself, you can simply come and live from a space of centered inherent worth. A worthy human operates and lives life through a completely different lens. It is a lens of personal power, of radical responsibility, of complete choice, of enlightenment, of empowerment. And it's the road that gets you to everywhere you want to go. I love it. Yes. Everyone needs to read this right now. Yeah, I, I, I really agree. Needs to read. What a perfect time. And this is exactly what we should be doing right now. Understanding yes. our self-worth, self-reflection, worthy human, everyone, please go buy this. What a Thank great you. journey to go on. And let's mm -hmm. use this time, Tracy, in a productive way. Yes, exactly. Well, that's the thing. This is a gift. You can either waste it away, focused on the wrong things, worrying yourself, or you can actually use it to your advantage and come out of this closer to the next evolution of yourself. Period. The better, the better version of yourself. Yeah, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. And, and inside of the book, you asked about mind magic. So mind magic is both a concept and it's a program that I teach. And mind magic I write about in the book is essentially your ability to take the platitudes like change your thoughts, change your life, which sound really great. But if you don't know how to practically apply it for different results, it's meaningless right? So mind magic is how you utilize the power of your mind and the understanding that you are not your mind to create massive, massive shifts in your, in your life. Well, a very smart person last week said something to me that resonated and I said, I want to use it and quote it. And they said, actual information, actual information cannot become transformation without application. Do you remember that brilliant person? <laughs> I do, I do. I believe she was me. Oh, oh, oh. who is she? Who is she? She's me. <laughs> yes, it is very, it's very true. And let's speak to that. So, you know, what's so interesting is we live in a world where, you know, you post a meme, but what do you do with it? You find an inspirational hit, you maybe you watch a talk, right? But then what do you do with it? Without application, you will never actually experience a different version of yourself and have the sustainable change that you're dying for, that you're longing for. And is it easy? No, it's not. I don't, I don't blow smoke. Uh, it takes consistency and action and a vigilance and, and, a, and, a, and a desire to consistently raise your awareness so you can observe yourself, right? However, it is so available to you and my clients and students are doing it every single day. And it is nothing short of awe-inspiring. I love that. And I speak a lot about, you can educate, 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 but if you don't have a tangible action plan, then it's just noise. 
That's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, a thousand percent. Because it's really, you guys, if information was the answer, we would, the whole personal growth industry would be null and void because we have Google. You can Google 10 steps to growing a business, five steps to losing 30 pounds, 16 steps to making your first million, right? 17 steps to becoming visible online. You have the information. That's not the problem. The problem is your belief in yourself, your ability to run your mind and align into taking the action necessary to do those things. And to make it come to fruition. But that's the difference in what I say. Showing up is different. It's how you show up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's an adult, like you, you, could, you could be, you and I could be in the same arena doing the same thing, but how you're doing it and how I'm doing it are two, it's the same thing as being in a class. Let's keep it simple. You're in a spin class. I'm walking out dripping wet like an animal. <laughs> and you walk out like, and you're ready to go for lunch and you look like a movie star. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. A thousand, what a great analogy you just gave. Right. Yes, because it's what you put into it. Yes. And then I will add, and this is also so beautiful because now you can stop scratching your head with the mystery of why am I not there yet? Take a look at who you're being. Take a look at how you're showing up. Whatever your current reality is, is a direct match for what you believe, what you think, the language you use, where you place your focus and attention, the action you take or don't take, your energy and your mood. I can tell you all those things about yourself if I spent 30 minutes with you. Let's talk just about what you specialize, one of your specialty, because you, you are an amazing woman in many ways, but you specialize a lot in a, in a therapy called Rapid Transformational Therapy, or RTT. Mm-hmm. Can you discuss with us how can that be more powerful or you can get quicker results, especially in this time of a crisis situation, than the traditional talk therapy? Yes, yes. So, um, and I always like to say, I love all modalities. If you are a service provider, I love you. If you are in the game of helping people heal, grow, and expand, hell, hell yes, right? There mm-hmm. is a spot for everyone. Rapid transformational hypnotherapy is a method that was created by a magnificent woman named Marissa Peer. I was fortunate enough to be hands-on, immersively trained by her in her method. And it's a combination of neuro-linguistic programming, cognitive behavioral therapy, psychotherapy, and hypnotherapy rolled into the most powerful two-hour session you can ever have. And essentially what we're doing is we're accessing your subconscious to find what lies beneath whatever you're coming to me for. So let's say it is, you know, I have so many magnificent um, clients who have loads of success but they can't get rid of this pervasive anxiety they're feeling on the inside, right? Anxiety happens as a protective mechanism of something that went down for you when you were younger. Anxiety is something that you develop because you think it's helping you until it starts to interfere somewhere in your life as you grow older and older. So RTT would dive into what, what, what is the source origin of this anxiety, When did you create it? What happened to you, right? We could be doing a session on money and why you hit a plateau and what your real money blocks and beliefs are. It could be about worth. It could be about lack of confidence. It could be low-level depression. Um, You know, it could be about visibility. It could be about allowing yourself to, you know, stop sabotaging like the shoe's always going to drop. But RTT allows me 
to drop in with you and access your subconscious, which is 95% of your output, by the way. You think you're making all these choices in your conscious mind? Eh -eh, You're not. That is a very small fraction of who you actually are. And then we get to see it differently and we rewire it. And then you get a fun recording, basically rewiring that you listen to for the next 25 days, uh, implanting and reprogramming the new belief that we want to have. Love it. Yeah, it's extraordinary. I I added that into my uh, practice, if you will, because I was doing uh, coaching first, which coaching is magical as well. But what I found was, is coaching on its own was great, but I wanted to go deeper at the same time. So the combination of coaching and RTT is magical. I'm so intrigued by this. I love this. And I think this takes coaching to a whole another level. I mean, because you're giving people, A, like you said, they can have a video of them doing this. It's a tangible roadmap of what's been blocking them. And then you're walking through the process of how to fix that. Well, yeah. And I think that's actually the interesting part. That's where the coaching comes in. You know, you can't simply do the subconscious stuff and then keep being who you're being, right? If you imagine, if we were visual right now, my one hand is going under and my other hand's on top going over, right? For real actual shifts and change, you need to be accessing both, both the reprogramming of your subconscious, which by the way, hypnotherapy is not the only thing. People do EMDR, you can do EFT. You can also, I actually have a process that I teach that you could do it on your own, that actually you reprogram your own beliefs. So there's tons of methods to do it, but you do this unconscious. Go ahead. Trace, can we talk about that for two seconds? Yeah, go. What's up? Talk about how you can reprogram stuff on your own. Just like that. Yes, 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 of course. So um, let's let's figure out an example. Um, What's something that you would want to work on? Can we use you as a guinea pig? I'd love to be a guinea pig. Sweet. So tell me something that you, you were like, God, I wish I could change this, or I currently really believe this, but I'd love to believe something else. So I think I am obsessed with, I have, I have to always keep producing. I always have Mm. to be, there's um, a craziness, maybe a, a more of a, and sometimes I think it could get manic. Mm-hmm. that I am, I have all the, uh, these ideas and I have, I have to keep moving constantly, creating constantly. Okay. Stay right there. Stay right yes. there. First of all, I love you. And I love this example. And you are my, you are my client. Mo- um, all of my, what, cause you guys, I work with, right. Leaders, change makers, thought leaders, impact makers, entrepreneurs, right? Bonjour. Hello, hello. (laughs) Hello. Uh, That's right. And what you're describing is so common amongst us. It's this, it's a hustle energy. It's a need to continuously go, 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 do, 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 produce, 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 right? So beautiful. So now I want you to finish this for me. Repeat after me and then finish the sentence. I feel like I have to constantly hustle. I feel like I have to constantly hustle. I feel like I have to do, do, do. I feel like I have to do, do, do. Because? I need to always be achieving. Now, again, I always need to be achieving because? 
I feel that my purpose or mission is to make an impact in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I need to make an impact in a positive way because... I think that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I'm made up. Yeah, no, the positive impact part, I get it. The hustle part is learned behavior. So I have so, to always prove something. Maybe I feel like I have to prove something to myself. There you go. Now you're yeah. getting it. Now you're yep. getting it. I'm digging. I'm, I'm digging. Right. I'm taking exactly. my sweatshirt off. Thank you. But that's it. It's the digging, right? Okay, good. So you hustle and you feel like you always have to do, do, do because you have to prove something. Now I want you to say, and I feel like I need to prove something because. I'm a beast. No, um, self-worth to myself. Boom. Uh, Boom. Yeah. You just nailed it. And here we are at my origin point and mission that everyone struggles with not feeling enough. Mine was not smart enough until I really leaned in and, do the, and did the work. I always thought in some level, and I was all things to all people, and that's how I compensated, right? So what you're saying is you picked up the hustle. If I hustle and I do, 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 then I will constantly be seen as, or I will be able to prove that I am enough. Can I look at it a different way and say yes. but that's but that's what makes me happy. Hold on. But you're bringing it up as a potential block. So how is the hustle and the constantness not serving you right now? You brought it up as something that you want to shift. It's interesting. Okay. So let's let, let me okay. I might have messed up this uh, I might have messed up our our, our our little example. No, it's so fine. Keep going. Do this is I interesting. Want, I don't know if I'd want to shift. I think that's a lot of what consumes me. I'm not sure. I think I can fuel it differently and maybe I want to learn how to manage it better. Right. But so that I, you don't so that you don't have to constantly hustle. Or I don't have to feel that I'm in a chase of always chasing after, uh, there's a time problem. I'm, uh, there's always, there's never enough time. I'm always running, running, running. Perfect. Good. Then let's play with that. Let's yes. stay right there for the sake of, of your listeners and really giving them something. Right. So also guys enjoy this, like this back and forth, this is self-discovery, right? This is not, I'm not attached to being right or not. Right. Lauren doesn't need to be right or not. Right. It's being able to be vulnerable and open enough to go. Let's just keep jamming this out until we find the nugget of truth, right? Are you with me? I'm with you. So that chase is driving the story of not enough time. And the not enough time is driving the hustle and keeping you in this perpetual loop of go, 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 go. Does that feel right? Yes. Okay. So then we need to shift the belief around time. You have work to do around time. So how does it feel in your body? And listen in closely. Repeat after me. I am time. I am time. I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time. To do all the things. To do all the things. That are priorities for me. That are priorities for me. I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time to do everything I choose to do, to do everything I choose to do. How does that feel? Ah, calming. I have to keep saying it. Calming. And that's the word we're looking for. 
Correct. And calming is the opposite of hustle. Calming is the opposite of chase. Calming is the opposite of do, do, do. That's the irony. My clients have had improved marriages, better parenting, and made more money in their businesses from dropping the hustle and adopting the truth of plenty of time and prioritization of self, right? And stopping the chase than anything else. Shifting out of the hustle and into the power of your calmness is a game changer. So what I like Tracy the most is first I went with something and it wasn't what, what I need. It wasn't the, I want to keep doing and creating. That's not the problem. It's shifting on how I could do that and maintain peace. Well, yes. And I liked how we searched on, I like how we got there. So then in the spirit of teaching you how to actually reprogram this on your own, it means practicing your beliefs every day. So one of your new beliefs might sound like this. I have plenty of time to do everything I choose to do, right? I have plenty of time to choose everything I choose to do. And when you practice it, you write it, you read it, and you feel it. So what's so that, that mean- Yeah, that needs to be my mantra when I wake up now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, I, I, I want to keep the fuel. I want to keep the fire. I love the, I want to, I want to achieve. I want to do, I want to make an imprint. I want to, um, create, but mm-hmm. I want the peace and it's the time. Yes. And that's here, what my know, thing is. Yes. I like yes. it. And I like here's, it. The, here's the other thing I need to point out. You are here to make a massive impact. And what I'm promising you is your impact can be 10 X what it is. If you harness this, because the hustle will kill you. It will the hustle and the constantness interferes with so much energetically, right? Physically, mentally, emotionally, spatially, your ability to connect to yourself and hear your next magnificent idea. That comes from spaciousness. That comes from intuition. That comes from connecting to yourself. Wow. This has been amazing. And I'm hoping each one of our listeners is taking the time to write down what exactly they love to shift and try to, and if it doesn't come up right off, right away, dig a little bit like you and I just did. Yeah. Because there, you know, I talk a lot about the honesty behind the honesty, <laughs> whatever right. you think the first answer is, ain't it? <laughs> it's, a, it's always a little bit deeper than that. And right. Truly, that, came too, right. that came too easy. That, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And if you and I were doing a real private session, like we would be, we would be so deep right into it. Um, but this is an example. And when you actually I have to say one important thing, when you're looking to reprogram a belief, right? Let's say you're even working on, this is a base belief that I have all my students and clients work. I am enough. That is a belief you need to be believing every single day because the more you believe it, the more you embody it. And then everything shifts because when you don't think you're enough, you either shrink or you overassert. That there's two camps. So when you are practicing a belief, like I'm going to pretend I'm you right now, Lauren, you're going to write, like you're going to take out a piece of paper and you're going to write, I have plenty of time to do all the things I choose to do. I am enough. And then after you write it and read it, you close your eyes for a moment and you feel it like we did in the gratitude thing we just did a little bit ago. You sit with it and you put your hand on your heart and you repeat it in your own head quietly over and over. And you allow yourself to start seeing who you're being 
right? As you sit and chant in your own mind, I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time. And now you watch the version of yourself who believes that. In your mind's eye, you start to see you still doing epic things, but with this relaxation, with this energy of ease. Mm, feels so good. And once you've connected to the emotion of the belief, now you know it's going to start to reprogram. And you do that every single day until you don't need to believe it any, you don't need to practice it anymore because you already believe it. I am on this. I am doing this. It's amazing. It's amazing. No, I love this. And so you're in Florida. And so now I think you could be touching and affecting people all over the place. Like I'm sure you always are, but can we, can your clients, can, can our listeners make an appointment and go through this with you via zoom? Yeah, you well, don't have uh, to personally be there with them. You could do no, this with them. Right. Uh, 95% of my service is online. I have clients all the way from India to California to New York to Florida. I have clients that I see online that live 10 minutes from me. <laughs> they have the option to come here, but we just mostly do it online. And I can do, we do RTT sessions online. Um, I do coaching and I also do a lot of you know, Mind Magic is a phenomenal group coaching experience that I offer that's actually going to be coming very soon. So I would definitely want you to hook up with me so we can check that out. I'm so excited to hear this because I love, I love your energy. I love speaking to you. And if I was living in Florida, sister, you you and I, we'd be hanging out. (laughs) I know, but thankfully we can be hanging out virtually, which is another gift. It's another gift of this uh, situation, you know, but yeah. And, you know, really, I, I want everyone to really understand that, you know, our purpose for being here is doing this work, you know, healing, growing, expanding. We all have wounds. We all have things that we have the opportunity to learn and shift about ourselves. Um, the next evolution of who you are is literally sitting there waiting for you to do the work and become her. I need you to really, really understand that everything you want wants you. You have all the power. And if this resonates with you, come hang out with me because everything will change. Tell us your website, how they, how they should contact yes. you. Yes, uh, web, my website is The Lit Factor. So it's um, lit with two Ts. Thanks, Dad, for the best last name ever. Okay. Uh, so it's thelitfactor.com. And I'm a Lit Factor on all uh, social media. And I actually have something brand new. If you are a female leader, entrepreneur, game changer, thought leader, corporate leader, I have something brand new called The Elevation Experience that uh, if you go to elevatewithtracy.com, you can sign up for it and hang out with me in my private Facebook playground community. That's pretty exclusive and amazing. I love hanging out with you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just fun. You know, what we need, what we need always, but more than ever is connection, right? Real connection, being able to say what we need to say and get the support and the rallying and the love, be seen and be heard. And everything else takes care of itself when you focus on that. Tracy, you are amazing. Thank, Thank you. you so much for your inspiration, for your, your, your talk on how we can navigate and own our own thoughts, talking about the power of choice and the words you say to yourself, they either disempower or empower us, talking to us about mind magic. <laughs> Everything that you have done today, these are tools for each and every one of us to use in our daily lives and especially dig in during this situation. And let us say this one more time. This is a bleep in time. Mm. This is not the new normal. It is not. And everything that we learned today can empower 
and give us strength to make us better than what we were an hour ago. Tracy's information will also be on my website at empoweredwithlauren.com. But most importantly, I want to express to everyone out there my deepest condolences to the family members who have lost loved ones during this pandemic. And I'm sending my deepest prayers to all those fighting to recover. We are in an extremely difficult time right now, but we are in it together. The power of banding together and supporting one another is essential. Personal positivity creates worldwide positivity, which breeds better mental and physical health for us all. As always, wishing each and every one of you health, light, peace, and love. Until next time.